What's this gem? Even more record breakers. Let's chat about him. Another week, another list. I'm still feeling ill, so hit the like button. Slap the subscribe button, because we're not stopping anytime soon. Every week, we're going to be here to report on the health of the comic book marketplace. Man, I love the top 10 runners-up, because you never really know what you're going to get. It's a wild card here, so let's jump into it. Invincible number one at number 10, debuting in 2003, a beloved superhero show created by Robert Kirkman, one of the runs to get me back into reading comics aggressively. A 6.0 sold this past week, no prior sales data, for $650. I pulled up GPA and was surprised to see that this is the lowest grade that is reported on that census. Yeah, this is the Invincible key to own. It's the first appearance of Mark, Invincible, his dad, Omni-Man, the whole supporting cast. And this was such a big deal for me, going back and reading this and falling in love with the series, sharing it on YouTube and in my Facebook group. And then the show, they killed it, man. It's almost like comics answer to anime. Only 10,800 copies were ordered by retailer at the release of this book. And to give you some perspective of how much of an adrenaline shot this key got, Last year in 2021, 9.8s hit an average of between three and four thousand dollars, but the 9.8 height was six thousand. Now it's definitely sitting between that three and four thousand dollars this year, but I think that there is so much spec room, not just for this issue, but so many other undervalued invincible keys. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and use code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. This is an app that's going to help you on your hunt, and that code is going to unlock the full service provided by the app. You're going to get access to key alerts, market news, and the top 20 the hot 10 and the entire runners up list where we source these 10 books from there are so many other record breakers that happened this week you got to keep up on the marketplace and download the app you know what's funny i was just at el paso comic-con i was digging through books with bueller and i found myself pulling out the app man checking out key collector making sure i was looking at the right book definitely got to download moving on to number nine we got werewolf by night 33 not the first appearance but the second appearance of moon knight and if you guys saw our hot 10 video we mentioned these second appearances are constantly breaking records you got to keep an eye on them this 2.5 sold for 150 dollars back in december it's up 85 percent now selling for 278 dollars What'd you think of episode four, Jem? I mean, I still am saying it. Moon Knight is my favorite anything that's happened on Disney Plus to date. Yeah, and this is being recorded before episode five comes out. So I'm glad that they went in that direction. It's kind of like they were damned if they did and damned if they didn't on which direction they went with. I'm a Lemire fan. I like that aspect. So curious to see where it goes. It's up there, man. I still really love Loki. I think that's my favorite so far. But this one is a strong contender, man. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Remind you that it'll enter you to win this Omni-Man Invincible number one. And at the list at number eight, we have a cameo versus full first appearance situation. X-Men Annual number 14 debuting in 1990 and weeks before X-Men 266, which is the first full appearance of Gambit. However... Annual 14, coming out just a couple weeks before, makes that first appearance a controversial conversation. Yeah, I don't think there's any question that the annual came out first. It's the true first appearance. He's in multiple panels. Like, that argument is solid. But that Uncanny X-Men 266 is a sexy book, man. And that cover matters. But this book still 
highly coveted and respected a 9.8 hit market it sold for nine hundred dollars back in 2021 it's up 22 percent now selling for 1100 x-men annual 14 just broke the 1k marker for the first time in comic history celebrate good times comic fam at the list at number seven what's this we got a mark jeweler we have Special Marvel Edition, issue number 15, debuting in 1973, the first appearance of Shang-Chi. That four-page interior insert makes this a more scarce version of a key issue of a major motion picture character from comics. A CGC 8.5 came to market. The last time we saw a record-breaking sale was in 2019, where it sold for $444. It's up now 155%, selling for $1,133. To give the community some comparisons to consider, in April this month, an 8.5 sold for $850, hundreds of dollars less than with the insert. And you know, there's been a lot of interest in these types of variants, if you would like to call them that, newsstands, Whitman variants. But it is clear that Mark Jewelers stands above the rest, except for when you consider maybe modern newsstands, especially when you look at how low these grades go and how much of a price increase they get for that rare insert that marks as little as 5% of the original run at release. Number six, a book that we've talked about millions of times on the channel. It's a fan favorite for Tom. It's Incredible Hulk issue two, the second appearance of the Hulk, but the first time he's got the green skin, baby, the way that we know him. In issue one, he just had the gray skin due to a printing error. He was always supposed to be green. I've heard that rumor, Jam. I also heard that Stan Lee got irritated that he wasn't green in the first place. So let me know in the comment section if you've heard any stories about why the Hulk went from gray to green in the early early years, but we do have a 2.0 that broke records in December going for 1725 up nearly a thousand dollars, an increase of 55% selling for 2,673. The book has been commanding respect. It's a silver age key issue. So let's take it from the silver age to number five on the list. We're talking modern day ratio variant stuff. Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, issue one, the one out of 100 ratio variant. We have the Ji Hyung Lee variant of Spider-Gwen. And I remember when this book came out in 2018 because my babysitter from when I was a kid is the writer on it. Um, I actually have her original art here. And we have a signed book right there, Seanan McGuire. So I secured this book at a 9.8. And the book barely broke $1,000 then and had some lulls. But over the last three years it's been, this book is up. We have a 9.6 prior record being set in November for $810, up $1,000 this week, an increase of 122% selling for 18 hondo. This is a glorious cover one that I think a lot of members underestimated. As much as I love Silver Age and Bronze Age art, I'm a sucker for some modern painted style artwork as well, man. Definitely an interesting cover. Moving on to number four, we got Green Lantern, issue seven, the first appearance and origin of Sinestro. Debuting in 1961, a character, a villain that is inevitable to be seen. When Green Lantern, anything happens, and it's looking like it's going to happen on HBO Max. We have a 7.0 in February going for 18 hundo, up over $1,000 this week. An increase of 61% selling for 2895 So cool to see this book on this list. Prime One Studio just announced a one-third scale Sinestro and Green Lantern statue. I got to get them. They're amazing. 
Moving on to number three, we have Amazing Spider-Man issue 129, and we got another Mark Jewelers. So I have a major ASM Bronze Age key. We have a Mark Jewelers, the first appearance of the Punisher, but I have to do a comparison, and we're going to go back in time to number seven on this very list with Special Marvel Edition 15 for Shang-Chi, a Mark Jewelers that at 8.5 had a couple hundred dollar difference having that Mark Jeweler insert on the inside. Well, looking at this first appearance of Punisher, it demonstrates that there is market potential on other Mark Jeweler books. Because although Punisher may be a more sought out after key, the price difference is so drastic considering we're talking about a 6.5. So remember that $200 difference for an 8.5. The ASM 129 6.5 sold for $1,185 back in 2020. It's up now 195% selling for $3,500. Now here's the comparison. The standard version, a 6.5 in April of this year, sold for just $2,075. So you're talking about almost a $1,500 difference. You gotta love that insert, Gem. The Mark Jeweler effect is real and is commanding more of a premium than the newsstands are. Let me know what you think in the comment section below, Comic Fam. And number two on the list, another book that we have said multiple times on the mic is far undervalued. We have Avengers 57 debuting in 1968, the first appearance of The Vision, the second appearance of Ultron. And this book exploded prior to Avengers Age of Ultron finally getting the respect that it deserves. Amazing cover, an homage, if you will. And the first appearance and second appearance of Critical Avengers characters. A CGC 9.8 came to market. Now, back in 2020, we had a huge sale, $26,400. But now, we have a sale that puts it up 33%, selling for $35,000. An increase of 86 hundo, hot damn. Comic fam, if you enjoy what we do, you want to support the show, give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. Comictown101.com, link in the description to join the May Mystery Mail Call. We pack a box filled with funny books, and one of those books is guaranteed a version, we've made three, of a Ben Templesmith Starlight cover. Boys Season 3 begins in June, so we thought it fitting to get you this reprint of The Boys Number 7. That's right, we brought the original run back to press, courtesy of Dynamite Comics, for the May Mystery Mail Call members. Join the community, and let's chat about the number one record breaker this week that nearly made the hot ten. All right, now it may be number one on this list, but it's no longer the highest selling comic book of all time. We're talking about Amazing Fantasy 15, first appearance of Spider-Man, but it was blown out of the water by Superman 1, a CGC 8.0 sold for $5.3 million, making it the highest selling comic book of all time. But AF15 still benefiting from what we call the trickle down effect. The CGC 9.6, $3.6 million sale, which was the highest selling comic of all time, has helped lower grades benefit just like this CGC 7.5. Just last week hit 300K for a 7.5. Now, this is no last week, Jem. I mean, seven days has gone by, so clearly this book had to move up. But would you guess it would see an increase of 150K selling for an increase of 50%, landing at the $450,000 mark? Hot damn, comic fam. Very impressive, strong numbers for AF15. It's my favorite Silver Age book. Let me know what you think about all this comic book news. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Comic fam, join myself, Gem Mint, every single Wednesday 
on Whatnot. Starting off Whatnot Wednesdays at 2 o'clock, doing nine plus hours of dollar star auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. Trusted sellers and my homies all join together with key books, exclusive drops, giveaways, and so much more. I have two other videos for you to check out. We made them for you, and I hope you enjoy them.